Welcome back, Durham and DPS families. I'm Sheena Cooper, Director of Marketing Community Engagement from the Office of Public Affairs, and it is a pleasure to have you back for this episode of Get to Know As We Grow. Today, we are talking about likely what many of you have been waiting on since we first started talking about this Growing Together initiative, and that's been the programs and the placement of those programs throughout Durham Public Schools. Today, I'm honored to have Executive Director of CTE and Magnet Programs, Dr. Julie Pack here with us to shed a little bit of light into the programs that we will be offering through Durham Public Schools in the upcoming years and also where these programs will be housed. So thank you so much, Dr. Pack, for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Awesome. So let's just get right to it. Everybody wants to know, what are these programs and where are they located? We have some year-round schools that are going to be in every region. And those programs are going to be housed at Easley in the northern region, Oak Grove in the eastern region, Eastway in the central region, Pearsontown in the southeast region, southwest region will have Hope Valley, and then we also have one year-round school that will serve central, east, southeast, and southwest, and that's W.G. Pearson. We're also going to have regionally DLI schools, which is dual language immersion, and those schools are going to be um, Holt in the northern region, Merritt Moore in the eastern region, Club Boulevard in the central region, Lions Farm in the southeast region, and Southwest Elementary in the southwest region. We have some schools that are going to serve multiple regions. We're calling those district-wide lottery schools, and they'll have a larger pool. So for Montessori, it's going to be one of those programs. Moorhead and Watts will continue to stay a Montessori school, and Little River will take up the northern region and eastern region for folks to apply to for Montessori. Burton will remain in IB, our International Baccalaureate Program, and then the other half of the district will go to EKPO uh, for their International Baccalaureate Program. Well, that's super exciting, and one thing that I do want to make sure that we're elevating is that we're taking the feedback that we've heard from our families from the past year on Bang the Table, which is engage.dpsnc.net, on various social networks, and those conversations that we had in the spring and the fall of last year to really listen to our families and understand how we shape a model for Durham Public Schools, and these programs are 100% reflective of that. That is correct. And I think it's also important to note that one of the major things that we heard from folks is that we wanted all schools to be great. So while these are programs that will be housed at certain schools, we are making an effort to grow great schools together. And so that what does that mean? That means that every school, every Every student in elementary school will be exposed to certain things at a baseline level. So arts and music, STEM education, and global languages. Some elementary schools have those already. Some don't emphasize that. But moving forward with the great schools together, every student will have the opportunity to be exposed to those things. And that's truly phenomenal. We heard stories from families back in the fall. They're like, I just want to know that my kid is going to a great school. And I think we know that Durham Public Schools is a great school district. And this is a testament to the work of our DPS leaders of how we are making DPS even better for all the families that we serve by truly offering programs that not only resonate with our families, but they speak to our students' needs and are preparing them for the futures that they desire. Exactly. While every student or every family may not be interested in a Montessori method of education, every student can benefit from arts education. Every student can benefit from STEAM or STEM, which is an emphasis on science and math and engineering. 
and every student can benefit from an introduction to global languages. So we're excited about that because that's just going to improve every student's experience. Absolutely. And I want to go back to the program placement a little bit because I know people are asking like, well, how did you determine this? And um, stay tuned, guys, future episode coming your way. We're going to have our school planners here, too, to talk a little bit more about the bigger picture as it relates to how we're growing during public schools and how we position programs and all of those kinds of things at our schools. And if we're going to go there, don't worry. But uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the process as to how we determined what programs were going to be placed where? It goes back to policy 4150 school assignment that was updated in December of 2021. And Within the policy, there are some criteria for selecting the fit of the school. And so what we're looking for is ideal or best fit, right? And some of those criteria are centrality of the school within the region. So how close is the school to most of the population in that region? The community context. So where does the school sit in relation to the roadway or the infrastructure? So is it in a small neighborhood street? Is it on a you know 35 mile an hour road or is it on a busy highway? We also look at the size of the school. What can the school hold? And then in coupling with that, what is the historical enrollment of the school? So is, is there been low enrollment or is it over-enrolled, over-utilized? All of those factors go together into determining operationally what would be the best fit for a program. And that's what really, it's a beautiful orchestra, so to speak, of how it all comes together, why certain things are done um, during this process and how it impacts, you know, things like operations. When we talk about the regions in particular, being able to service students within a region who have access to programs within that region helps us with so many efficiencies across the board that many people don't necessarily see behind the scenes, but it helps us better serve our students and families at the end of the day. Exactly. I might want to apply for one of our current magnet schools, but I live very far away from it. And so even though transportation might be provided, my child might then be on a bus for an hour each way going to that program. And is that really what I want for my child? I might want the program, but the transportation might be um, inefficient for them. And so by doing some programs regionally and also the larger district-wide programs, making them more accessible, it allows students to get there to access these programs if you want to without having to figure out whether or not it's worth the ride or the transportation. So efficiently for us, we're not crossing all over the county for the district side, but also for the students, which is the most important. They're not arriving at school tired from a long bus ride. So I want to make sure that all of our listeners are very clear about what has been accomplished with growing together thus far as it relates to the programs that Durham Public Schools will offer to families and the placement of those programs. What does this look like for our schools, each of those regions, and also for the district as a whole? Well, overall, big picture is that, and that goes back to the main purpose of this effort to begin with, is increasing access and equity for our students in Durham Public Schools. And so that's the big picture. The way that we're doing that is every elementary school will have STEM, they'll have music and visual arts, and they'll have access to global languages. And then within a region, so every region will have access to one year round and one dual language program. In addition to the EC specials and the EC pre-K, where those students will have regional access. And then district-wide, 
students will have the opportunity to engage in an international baccalaureate program and a Montessori program, as well as our online academy. Fantastic. So I know what many people are hoping to hear now is like, well, what happens next? What does this mean? And once again, I'll invite you to come back to future episodes of Get to Know As We Grow, where we dig into the rules associated with how families can access these programs, in addition to updated boundaries for Durham Public Schools, which will help us as we have now identified those new programs and the placement of those programs. Well, fantastic. There you have it, Durham and DPS families. Get to know as we grow again. Please visit us at engage.dpsnc.net, where you can find more information about our work over the past two years, in addition to information regarding the regions and the programs just announced through the Growing Together initiative. Please do not hesitate to share your feedback with our project team. We are listening. We are watching. We greatly appreciate receiving your feedback. It has so informed our work over the past two years, and we look forward to working hand-in-hand with our community moving forward to ensure that every Durham Public School student receives the quality education that they deserve. Until next time, take care. Take care.